Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce! Yay! John Marson! And Marcus Hurley! <laughs> Hurrah! Hurrah for all of us. <laughs> it's all of us, right, listeners. Uh, it is. It's Full House uh, for the first time in months, um, which is cool. Do we want to talk about Outcast yet, or do you want to wait till we've both seen it, and or seen more of it, John? Well, shall I do the uh, the sort of overview, if you want? Just, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just a quick synopsis. So, um, yeah, basically, it's a it's another uh, comic that was written by uh, Robert Kirkman, who wrote The Walking Dead, and yep. um, it's about demonic possession. So, the idea being that uh, there's this town that this dude lives in. Um, he has been in trouble in the past because, as it turns <clears> out, he's not crazy, <throat> and people are actually being. Uh, possessed by demons and he did have to beat the shit out of his daughter to get the demon out of her even though she was only eight <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Uh, yeah so that that's basically the setup like he's uh, everybody in the town fucking hates him because he did this horrible thing but <laughs> it was actually necessary but of course he was caught you know bloody fisted over the beaten uh, still living but you know his daughter uh, and yeah, that's the only way he can think of to get the demons out of people. Oh. Uh, he's kind of, uh, I can't remember what they call him, but he's kind of like blessed in a way that he has, uh, he can see the demons in people and uh, they can kind of feed off him as well. But the possessions, the, especially, the I won't ruin it, but uh, the opening sequence of the first of the premiere episode, uh, the possession that happens is absolutely disgusting. Like the... What cool. the demon makes okay. a kid do. It's, I do actually really have that. Horror. That's on my list of things to watch. Cool. So, good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd say it's worth watching. I mean, I've only seen the premiere, but assuming it doesn't tail off after the first episode, it's it's pretty nice. pretty solid so far. Okay. Yeah. Uh, critics who, I think, have watched the first four uh, gave it quite a good write-up. So, uh, cool. And, of course... Primarily your recommendation, John. You were the first person to tell me about it, so I'm definitely going to give it a look. Um, I'm just waiting for a few episodes to build up. I mean, I read um, all the comics a while back, and they are, they are decent, so probably <coughs> better than The Walking Dead was at that point. So It's weird, actually, because Robert Kirkman was on the Nerdist podcast the other week, uh, and I was listening to him talking on that, and he said that uh, when he was when Walking Dead was just becoming a show someone at Cinemax kind of almost cornered him and said, what else you got? What else you got? You know, Walking Dead, like, everyone loves it. Um, <laughs> and he was like, do you uh, want this one? <clears throat> he was like, well, I've kind of got this idea, and he basically just elevator-pitched it, and they went, yeah, that's fine. 
that's good. So he went off, but I guess in the in the meantime they've gone, yeah, make it a comic first because you know then get a bit you know, of buzz, make it legit. Yeah, it's like a show, <laughs> another show based on one of your comics. Hmm. So yeah, but it's I feel like it's it's a it's a sort of uh, it was created out of his success with The Walking Dead. That's yeah. how it exists, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I but, guess that's like anybody who writes comics if something takes off they get to write another thing right so that's yeah definitely yeah the guy works hard though apparently he still works like really long days and he's got free writers rooms constantly on rotation now because of fear the walking dead and the walking oh, dead God. um yeah you've been watching fear the walking dead haven't you john as well yeah How's i that? mean it's not nearly as bad as people are making out if you ask me i've been quite enjoying it it's but, is that the second season john yeah okay yep because yeah okay. the first season uh i've I thought was pretty shit, but um, I was bored the other day, so I thought uh, I'll see what's maybe I'll watch one of those. I was pretty tired and didn't want to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like easy watching. It's not. I mean, obviously, it's not groundbreaking TV by any stretch of the imagination, but it's. I think it's more more solid than people give it credit for. Okay, it's kind of like it's it's fine. It's just it's not must see TV. Yeah. Um, is it fitting know, in with the world of The Walking Dead, or is it? Does it? Is it starting to feel like a a cheap knockoff? Um, I think the, the, the they've gone straight to the point where zombies aren't even really the problem anymore, and people are the problem. You know, like like we got to in The Walking oh, Dead. God, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's uh, they're, yeah. they're not on a fucking lot. farm, are they? No, they're not on a farm. <laughs> right. But they, okay. they actually fuck. They are on a farm. Yeah. What am I oh, saying? Right. Excellent. <laughs> oh, good. Oh no. Yeah. They're, they're like dead. yeah. Stay you away from the did. fucking barns and the fields and the yeah, guy who's yeah. playing fucking thing in Daredevil. Fucking it, yeah, it does. It does hit a lot of the same beats that you've already seen in Orchid Dead, but that's because it's right. a zombie show and there's only so much you can really do with zombies, Indeed. right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Also, the you know the junkie kid from the first series. Anybody watch much of the first one? Yes. I yeah, watched all of the first one. Yeah, I watched one. all of it. Yeah, yeah, all the first yeah. One. Yeah, you know how annoying... Well, I found him incredibly annoying in the first one just because he didn't really make a particularly convincing junkie and uh, it was all a bit bit kind of cliché but not Mm -hmm. very well done at the same Mm. time. Um, It's as if they were trying for the cliché but they missed. (laughs) Um, In the second series, he's... He's kind of found his feet a bit, and he's more like an actual character now. So, oh wow! So I've been enjoying watching him. It's, it's, which I didn't think I would. So that was cool. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, maybe one for a rainy day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just wanted to quickly mention uh, a Netflix show that I finished this afternoon uh, called Lady Dynamite. Uh, which is a 12-episode uh, comedy show on Netflix. Um, and it stars Maria Bamford, who is like something of a stand-up. She's got a very unique sort of style. Um, she's dealt with a lot of depression and stuff, and she's worked that into her comedy. And so um, the idea of her making a show of her own was a bit like, how is that, that going to work? Um, and... And it does work really well. Um, it kind of goes through like three different sort of time periods, the past and back when she had to go back home because she got so manic and messed up. She's actually bipolar. Um, so, yeah, but she actually mines a lot of comedy out of that. So it's really, really funny. Um, and it's p- put together by uh, Mitch Hurwitz, who did Arrested Development. So there's a lot of that kind of. Uh, style to it if you've watched any of that um, 
but yeah it's really really worth a look honestly uh it's very very funny like laugh out loud gags and yeah it's really good okay cool i will give that a look i need some new comedy in my life <laughs> yeah if you run out of kimmy schmidt i you know i literally went bounce from th- that to this and it's it's awesome in in some ways like she's got like a little pug she's got a little pug that uh talks with the voice of like um who's the german uh director what? what's his name <laughs> what's his what's his name the german director he's like uh Oh god, I was listening to a thing about him today. <laughs> Werner Herzog. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Werner Herzog. Yeah. Oh, so wow. You're her, 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 her her little pug talks like that. It's really funny. <laughs> it always has really insightful things to say. Um, but it's just a pug. And uh, <laughs> but they do they do in the in the pilot especially um, they have like quite a few guest stars on there. And they do things like they break the fourth wall. Like she goes, well, you know, I need to do this for the bit where I'll do stand up. And then all of a sudden, Pat and Oswald's like, you're going to do stand up in your show. It's like, come on. That's like such a cliche. Um, and, and, and it's all, and then she starts going all manic and oh, it's just, it's just so good. Once you, once it kind of gets under your skin and you sort of understand what's going on, because it, it's like it works on, on sort of more layers than just gags, you know. It's mm. it's really clever comedy stuff. So, yeah, I totally rate, I totally rate it. It's one of my favourite shows I've seen this year, I think. See, that's uh, what <laughs> I was trying to say, that iZombie is a bit like. I know you've got your issues, Rob, with it, but it's one of right. them shows that once you start watching it from the start, I know what it says on the tin might put you off but it's really quite a damn good show. The characters all get together and the references they pull constantly through it, even at times where, you know, something awful would happen, but the bad guy would just throw a reference in and you're like, oh, I got that. I got that reference. Right, um, yeah, because that's by, um, this is by the people that made Veronica Mars, I believe. I think so, which yeah. Which I know, I know you really rate, Ian. Veronica um, Mars, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly one of my favourite TV yeah. shows ever. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend iZombie if you've got Netflix in. Okay, so what, um, I have. Yep. It's Although, very much, I would say, a, a nice, almost successful... It's very much in a kind of castle-esque vein as well, in which okay. the characters kind of all work together in that way. And now um, that that's finished, thankfully, we need a replacement. <sighs> Oh dear. Or not. Okay. Has that been discussed already? Is, am I no. opening we're getting a wound? To, we're getting to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so the setup with iZombie, though, um, so it's... It, the, she's a... She's a medical resident, and uh, she ends up becoming a zombie, but then she wants to pass as a human. Um, see, my problem here is that the zombies... I have any level of intelligence but, whatsoever. But that's the thing. It, it 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 does address that. This is what I'm saying. It rewrites its own zombie law, but it sticks to it. And you do. I'm not get, sure that's allowed. But you no. But you do get raging zombies. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> really? I think you're being teased a little, Marcus. I know. <laughs> I don't care. I watched it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. <laughs> Well, I think, I think I was a little three. bit... I haven't even seen was, series one of it. I've seen series two, and I got sucked in. Um, my well, other, half, my other can... half was watching it, and I literally was... Within a few episodes, I knew who the characters were, where the setup was, where it was going. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really good. Really good. 
So are you going to go back and watch I definitely season will. one? I definitely will, just to see the beginning. And I think it's based <clears throat> on a comic as well, so... Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Mm. Probably a DC one, if it's on the CW, because they seem to <laughs> do that. Yeah, there'll be a crossover there. Um, I have actually watched something. I don't know whether the best time to what, discuss it, but oh, I've actually when, watched something else. Now is just as good a time as any. <laughs> in the few hours free I've had in the last nine weeks... I've managed to watch the tunnel sabotage on Sky Atlantic. This is okay. the second season. It's the second season of the UK French The Bridge Clone. Oh, oh Scandi Noir. Scandi Noir, except ported to uh, Britain, France. Over. <laughs> uh, it's got Stephen Delane in it, which you may know him from such features as Game of Thrones. I believe he was in as some character. Um, I'm fairly sure he was. I don't know which fucking character he was. Which fucking if he's character. a Western he European actor, then he's been in Game of Thrones at this point. I he think. was in Game of Thrones. He was definitely in Game of Thrones. Uh, Stannis yeah. Baratheon. There oh, you wow. go. Uh, yeah, that's right. Stannis yeah. the Manis. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Um, uh, and I like it because it's not following the other bridge episodes, uh, seasons. The first season of the tunnel was basically a direct clone of the Swedish bridge. Uh, but this one has just gone a bit batshit, to be honest. But in a good way. Uh, they seem to have a massive set pieces quite frequently. There's an air cra- airplane crashed into the sea. There's a massacre at a, uh, like a religious school. Uh, there's end of the world chemical warfare. And this is all in eight episodes, this happens. What? <laughs> um, I thought it was all wow. based around the murder. <laughs> based around the what? A murder. A murder. <laughs> There's been a murder. There's been a murder. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Broadchurch, aren't you? Oh, am I? Sorry. <laughs> no, that's Taggart, I think. Taggart. Oh, murder. no. Um, no. <laughs> what's the other one? <laughs> Fucking uh, Cracker. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's oh, I missed Cracker. That was good. I did like yeah. Cracker. Yeah, I watched all of that. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but it's good. Um, and the other thing, just quickly, I've been I've seen is Line of Duty, the, the season three of Line of Duty. Has that been talked about on here? I'm not sure. Not if it's another British one. It's another British one. <laughs> um, uh, People with funny accents. Really, really good. The act, the actors were great. It had her from that thing in. Wow, that's useful. Um, you'll know uh, who I mean. Vic- Vicky McClure. No, keep going. Uh, Keely Hawes. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it was it was one of the best British TV things I've seen for a while. Probably as good as the first season of Broadchurch, for my mind. I oh, really okay. it. It's the first season of Broadchurch. It was pretty fucking bleak. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, yeah, I guess was, that's what I don't like about the British stuff is everything's so bleak. And yet we've just spent an hour talking about Game of Thrones, which is oh, a that's, fucking that's, happy thing. Isn't it? it's, it's bleak, but it's beautiful at the same time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this had Keely Hawes in it, so that works for me. Oh, cool. Um, uh, actually, I mock you. Um, sorry, carry on. Is it, Do you have more to say about Line of Duty? No, no, just uh, I watched the second series because the trailer for the third looked quite good, and it was okay, but they seem to be having a thing that goes... They've had, like, a three-season arc. Each season has had its own thing, but there's been shit bubbling over in the background, uh, and I quite like that. So, 
That's pretty good. Cool. That's it. That's all done. I'm out. <clears throat> well, I've been watching some British stuff. I mocked you there, but I have actually been watching some British stuff uh, called Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Uh, third season just started. Uh, first two are on Netflix, uh, if there's any interest. But, yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying it, actually. Um, they've just been renewed for two more seasons. So this is Cillian Murphy and his band of Bastards. Birmingham... <laughs> yeah, bastards, Birmingham gangsters. They're kind of they're kind of well into their uh, empire now. He's living in a mansion. Um, they've got people everywhere. Um, Tom Hardy showed up in the last episode. That was uh, good. Jesus, cool. He he shows up, and it's almost like the director's just afraid to ask him to do anything because it's like he's <laughs> like a bull in a china shop, isn't he? Yeah, just uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. He's just well, he he's sort of. It's not so much he's, like, stealing the scene as, you know, uh, beating it to shit, to be honest. Yeah, it just shows, <laughs> just shows how, like, unengaging so many of the other characters are. <laughs> yeah, despite their best efforts. Yeah. Um, I don't know, they're not a bad ensemble, I think, but... Um, no, it's decent, yeah. it's just you put him in the mix and it just, like, blows them all out of the water, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yes, yeah, Sam Neill uh, definitely missing his character in it uh won't say any more about that but um yeah he's good but also we've got um you probably have already with that sentence haven't you (laughs) well what can i say um paddy considine uh he's in there as an evil priest part he's like an odd fellow who's uh you know a group of shady uh high ups in society government bastards rather than yeah rather than criminal bastards yeah so it's always about stealing weapons or trucks, armored cars. There's always something. And gypsy race, curses and race horses, yeah. And and it's really weird actually because he really believes in that shit. So yeah. it's, like, it's like can really stitch him up like by saying something. Oh. Yeah, and but, orgies in Russian embassies. <laughs> yeah, as you where do. Else? <laughs> it's where they happen. It's where the yeah. best ones are, anyway. Yep, but. Yeah, pretty, pretty pretty solid if you want some, uh, you know, early 20th century gangster shit. It's pretty so cool. So most of the things we've just spoken about Except are all to, available uh, on weird. Netflix? First and second are now. Yeah. And the third is all on iPlayer if you're quick. Yeah. Because I think they have to catch up quick, though. Yeah, there's they're five episodes in the last ones this week. Uh, so they keep them on there for a bit, but I don't know how, how long. Yeah, won't be long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd probably uh, be on Netflix by the time you finish the first two series anyway, if you did watch it. Yeah, probably. Um Yeah, have you got any thoughts about Peaky Blinders this season, John? Like Um, I think they should have Tom Hardy in it more. Yeah. He's only been in one <laughs> so far. Does that mean he? it's yeah. lacking without him or are you just he really added to it? No, I just think he really adds to it a lot. Okay. And um there's been some developments at the end of the last series, the beginning of this one, um that uh, like a key character's been taken out, and I think that's left it a little bit lacking. Was it Sam Neill? <laughs> yes. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> Classic Howard. It's okay. He's on the event horizon. He'll come back soon. Hey. <laughs> he's yeah, very he's... good in it, though, Sam Neill. Uh, or he yeah. was. <laughs> he's, only, he's only Game of Thrones dead. He'll be back like oh, one okay. series or another. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some off-screen deaths as well, but I won't talk about them. I've already said too much. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, while we're in England, uh, did anyone catch Top Gear? Yep, I did. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, I haven't seen the second uh, one. I saw the first one. Um, looking forward to the Grand Tour. Oh, yeah. right. So, not impressed. I, I really like Matt LeBlanc. I really like Chris <sighs> Evans. He was I don't like either of them doing that at the moment, but I think... I think the m- biggest problem with all of that is everybody's holding on to how it used to be. Yeah. Because Top Gear used to be a serious motoring show, and yeah. lots of people watched that. And then those three dicks came along and made it the dicks with the cars show. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And now Evans and everybody wants to make it a bit more of a car show. And in a few years, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, but I think they're so. They're still in I, the comparison stage. I just thought that they felt forced in the actual studio. I, uh, they, I agree. Absolutely I didn't agree. see the second episode, but um, I, I will watch it. But I just yeah, felt the like first. there was no real chemistry between them. In a couple of the videos, the films that they made, really good. Matt LeBlanc's, he was driving a, a Marauder buggy. Yeah, the yeah. aerial. That, that was, was fantastic. Awesome. Spot on. Um, even throwing in Joeyisms and a few other bits and pieces. Yes. But like it, was just, it was brilliant. It was everything you wanted from it. Yeah. But in the studio, it just felt like he was... Oh, I'm the but he's not a presenter. No, he's, he, he's still. I mean, I don't think he's ever done stuff like that before. No, I don't. I can't recall. Um, um, but you know, he will find his way. Yeah, I thought um, Chris Evans was trying too hard, considering the big hoo ha he made about he's not going to be Clarkson. The first thing he did was do a Clarkson impression throughout the entire show. Oh yeah, they it even felt, dropped that on this bomb. Yeah, and we can't. <laughs> yeah. We can't I mean that. that's. There yeah, were smug little okay, gripes, really? but the smug little yeah. gripes aside, I felt that his man. I mean, I I remember him from his Tier Five Friday days and a few other jobs. And yeah. I've seen, I've heard him on the radio, and he's very much his own thing. You know, he's a bit of a dick as well, which is probably why he got the job. Um, <laughs> but he just seemed to be impersonating Clarkson in an almost high pitched schoolboy. I'm excited. I'm going to wee myself fashion. And it's yeah, like every time out. they when they made the video, it's like halfway through the um, the was it star in the rally cross car which they got impressed yeah. in, instead of the reasonable price car. He was sort of like egging the audience to like clap and applaud, like come on, come on, applaud, applaud. And you always think that's a bit cringy, you know. You don't need to go that far. You've got the gig. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He, it I felt like he it, was being a bit Saturday night TV with it. We yes, almost a bit Bruce Forsyth, exactly. like, come on, yeah. come on. Or even shouting, Saturday morning TV, yeah, really. shouting constantly. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. thought, come so on. That thing about how he can't, uh, he can't drive and talk at the same time. Like that, there's a bit of press about it before the show came out. Was that obvious? Yeah, it was a little bit. <laughs> what that he can't drive and talk? He can't <laughs> drive and talk apparently. So. Uh, yeah, and he's presenting this motoring show. I'm fairly sure he's, he's driving drive and talking. And talk. He was <laughs> driving and talking, but yeah. yeah. <coughs> was that in the sun? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it might have been the mail. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Daily Mail. I didn't, <coughs> I didn't see that. <coughs> well, good ships go but to it, die. It did right. feel a bit weird. Um, <laughs> funny enough, the only one I've really kind of liked was seeing Sabine Schmidt back again. <laughs> she was but a bit she was weird. German woman. But that's the thing. They kind of made it a bit weird. And the whole... He was being token Brit. Matt LeBlanc was being token American. And she was being token German. Yeah. And and it was just a bit odd. That was... You know, it felt like... It felt like after all the talk and all of the... You know, the pre-thing. We actually saw the show. It felt like they were desperate to try and not break the format. But do a really bad impersonation of it. Yeah. So it was I'm like hoping, a Channel 5 version yeah. of Top Gear. Yeah. Do... 
in the second episode, was it still very much like uh, Evans and LeBlanc as a duo, or does it feel like they're going to have more of a revolving door? I haven't watched because the second. I haven't, I haven't oh, seen it yet, either. None of us have seen it. Oh, <laughs> no. damn it. it. That's what I'm curious about. <clears throat> yeah, because, me too. Um, because in the first episode, it seemed very much like a double act um, in the studio, and also on some of the films they did. Hmm. Um, and then, but, you know, they, they did the initial press shot of, like, a lineup of seven of them. Yeah, yeah but and that's I just yeah. Um, that's that pressed. That was a little bit of a. It was bullshit. <laughs> it was. Well, it is bullshit. So they, Evans they and LeBlanc are the main ones. Yeah. They are the studio ones who do most of it, and then there there will these other people in. And here's Sabine to give me a race around this thing. Yeah, Ooh, right. I am determined, and I am coming for you. Yeah, two. And then, yeah. That's it. That's, that's all she yeah. did. That was it. That one little bit. Two of the people actually right. were in. They've got a spin-off show. Top Gear Extra or something like that. So oh. they're presenting that, and I'm just thinking, you don't need a spin-off show. You don't even know if this <laughs> show's gone yet. I'm paying for Top Gear. I miss Top Gear. I might stop paying my TV license and get an Amazon subscription just so I can watch Free Idiots tour. in a Morris Minor. You get really shit films with Amazon Prime as well. <laughs> <laughs> and Preacher. You get Vikings and, and Preacher. Preacher. Yep. yep. And, um, and Vikings. And other stuff. Black Sales. Yep. There's quite a lot on Amazon it, Prime, actually. Yeah, no, 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 no
left off and uh you could pretty much watch it as one long continuous run of I like 20- the way that I like the way that Danny's still in it and he has basically set it up so well that uh, like even even after he's dead they're still fucked. <laughs> yeah. There's no escaping Danny. No, very much so. It's like he's it's like yeah, even in death he is still very much a presence in that show and uh like in more ways than one in that he literally is there yeah. uh, in flashbacks and as a ghost. Um and this is all in the uh Netflix next up on thing. <laughs> so I guess if you if you and it's almost like not even spoiling the pilot because like clearly something happens to him yeah like right from episode one so yeah it's I, I don't feel clear. like yeah um so yeah i don't feel like i'm ruining it too much <laughs> oh well, sorry i probably shouldn't have said for anyone that hasn't watched that you know yeah well yeah but i mean it's been out it's been on netflix a year now so <laughs> yeah deal with it <laughs> yeah as I was, as I have been clearly told before <laughs> by certain people. Um, <laughs> but this has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk, where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality one day, <laughs> maybe, uh, on the Not Playing Podcast. And Adam Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. 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 Hold on. Hold What you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com comfy and get 20% off your first purchase.